time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Good morning, Paul. How are you today? Very well. Thank you very much, Trevor. How are you? I'm doing great. You know what? News flow remains a little bit uh, slow. Yeah, you get the feeling people are saving up the good stuff for the week leading up to Beaver Creek. Yeah, it certainly feels like it. Or not wanting to put anything out in this, uh, this I don't know, turbulent market. <laughs> Agreed as well. Yeah. All right. Let's get started. Today is Tuesday, August 23rd. Yesterday, gold and silver were hammered overnight as hedge funds stampeded into the dollar index and at the same time shorted stock gold and silver futures. Paper gold was dropped from 1762 per ounce to as low as 1740, while silver was taken down from $19.05 per ounce to $18.60. The price in both metals and paper terms bounced when the COMEX opened, ostensibly from short covering by early morning short sellers. Both metals were firmly bid when the dollar index flattened out and moved sideways while the stock market continued lower. Gold settled at 1748 while silver settled at $18.90. The Mining Stock Journal said that the bounce in gold and silver with the stock market going south is an early sign that the market may start regarding the precious metals as a flight to safety asset. The soaring dollar, accompanied by higher treasury rates on Monday, suggests brewing turmoil in the credit markets, which ultimately will be bullish for the metals. The mining stocks echoed this thought. After getting hit early in the trading session, both the Amex Gold Bugs Index and the GDX rallied to close slightly green for the day. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources is advancing the past-producing Delamar project in southwestern Idaho. The company has continued to demonstrate resource growth and conversion through greenfield and brownfield exploration to further de-risk and advance the project towards permitting. Integra Resources trades on the TSXV under ITR and the NYSE American under ITRG. And here's what you need to know this morning. Arizona Sonoran Copper announced assays from the final six drill holes at its Parks Salier project in Arizona to complete its initial 12-hole, 8,450-meter exploration program. These results extended mineralization to the north and to the west of the target and demonstrated the continuity of grade and tonnage within the porphyry copper target located two kilometers from the Cactus Mine. Highlights included 77.3 meters, grading 1.34% copper and 0.011% molybdenum in hole 74, including 33.9 meters, grading 1.79% copper and 0.013% molybdenum. The company said assays continued to demonstrate a porphyry copper system with similar grade to the Cactus East deposit with greater thickness and within the broader mineralized system on which the Cactus Mine, Park Salier Project, and even Northeast Extension are situated. It has now moved to a 32,000 meter drilling program with two rigs to infill Park Salier on 76 meter centers and by year ex- and expects to have completed just over 50,000 meters of the drilling. 
Arizona Sonoran Copper trades on the TSX under ASCU. A little to the north, First Majestic is out with new assay results from the Jarrett Canyon gold mine in Elko County, Nevada. Follow-up drilling to hole 1112 delineated a new gold mineral zone located above the water table about 90 metres southeast of the new connection drift between the SXX and Smith Mines. Geological interpretation and modelling of the drilling results determined that the gold zone is flat-lying, similar to nearby deposits. Results from the Smith Zone 10 included 6.98 grams per tonne gold over 17.6 metres and 14.6 grams per tonne over 13.2 metres. This confirmed the presence of a high-grade pod of gold mineralisation about 90 metres southeast from the connection drift. Additional drilling from the SXX and Smith Mine connection drift returned 19.35 grams per tonne over 23.2 metres. The company says this looks like a new high-grade area on the north side of the SSX Smith connection drift. Nine follow-up drill holes are being planned to further define this potential new zone. First Majestic trades on the NICE under AG and on the TSX under FR. Tudor Gold presented the fifth set of drill results from Phase 1 of the 2022 Exploration Program at the Treaty Creek property in the Golden Triangle of British Columbia. Highlights in Section E of the Goldstrom deposit included 517.5 meters grading 1.1 grams per ton gold equivalent in hole 146, which included a 10.5 meter interval of 9.5 grams per ton gold equivalent. The company said it saw continued success in the step-out drilling at Goldstorm in its various doma- domains and the con- continuation of higher grades with pulses of gold and silver as a late-stage overprinted style of mineralization. It said drilling at the Eureka Zone revealed gold-silver mineralization similar to the DS5 domain at Goldstorm, with the occurrence of post-mineral intrusive dikes as fault offsets. The highlight at Eureka was 46 meters, grading 1.05 grams per ton gold equivalent in hold 12. Tudor Gold trades on the TSX Venture under TUD. NICAN received assay results from historical core drilled at the Wine Project in Manitoba in 2007, which confirmed the high-grade historical assays, with highlights of 20.36 metres, grading 1.38% nickel, 2.14% copper, 0.4 grams per tonne gold, and 0.06% cobalt, for a 2.09% nickel equivalent in hole 1, which compared with 2.06% nickel equivalent reported in 2007. The company expects to start receiving assay results from its initial 2022 exploration program in the coming weeks, which included an airborne geophysical survey, partial resampling of a historical drill hole, downhole geophysical electromagnetic surveys, and 17 diamond drill holes for 1,600 metres. The objective of this, of this program was to confirm the presence of nickel-copper mineralisation at the wine occurrence, better understand the orientation of the mineralisation, and improve NICAN's understanding of the geological model. Recently listed NICAN trades on the TSXV under NICN. Corora Resources reported drilling results from the first two holes on into the Mason and Cosil interpreted parallel shear zones to the Larkin Zone mineral resource of a 24-hole program with highlights of 13 meters grading 6 grams per ton gold in hole 25AE 
at Mason and 5 meters creating 2.4 grams per ton gold in hole 9AE at Cowsell. Carora said construction activities to install a second decline at the Beta Hunt mine are about 67% complete and it is on track and on budget to complete construction in the first quarter of 2023. Corora Resources trades on the TSX under KRR and on the OTCQX with KRRGF. Finally today, cat amongst the pigeon times as Twin Meadows, Minnesota filed a lawsuit in the United States District Court in Washington on Monday to reclaim its federal mining leases and reverse a series of arbitrary and capricious actions by federal agencies aimed at preventing the development of its modern mining project in northern Minnesota. The company said these actions by the Department of Interior and Bureau of Land Management undercut America's long-term priorities of securing domestic supply chains, addressing climate change by moving toward a clean energy future, and strengthening national security. Twin Metals federal mining leases were illegally cancelled by the Department of Interior earlier this year. In doing so, the company said the agency contradicted the position it asserted and has successfully defended in a federal court just four years ago. The lawsuit seeks to restore the leases and other rights, which will restart the environmental review process as required by law for the company's mine plan. That's some strong language in that news release. You're not pulling any punches. <laughs> no, no. Say what uh, you think. I can't blame uh, yeah, see, please, please be honest with us. Okay, uh, that's it for us. Uh, I'm catching the plane up to Idaho later today, but I should be back tomorrow morning. Uh, but you know, Paul, thanks again so much for thanks again so much for your time. More than welcome. I'll just be here scooting from one side of my desk to the other. All right, that concludes today's morning briefing. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.